Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today on the Diesel Podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube and aren't subscribed, make sure and click the subscribe button, turn on notifications, like, comment, let us, let us know what you think about the episode. If there's any questions that I didn't ask that you'd like to have the guest come back on and answer, or if there's another guest or a topic you want covered, we're always checking comments on YouTube. Love to hear from you guys. Helps us put together new shows, so definitely make sure and do that. Today, I'm going to be chatting with the guys over at Fast Diesel Fuel Systems and learning more about not just their kits, but some new products that they have. They got something really cool coming up for the L5P Duramax, and uh, it's it's definitely going to be something that really, really benefits those those truck owners where you don't need a bunch of other things or tuning or anything like that. So a lot went into that kit. They're going to give me an inside look into what they do designing fuel systems, um, some information about filters, water air separation. So it's going to be a great conversation. Before we get to it, though, I want to remind you guys, our friends over at Kershaw Knives have a 20% off code for you. It's just for diesel podcast listeners. Use code 20diesel at kershaw.kaiusa.com. It's a great way to save some money if you need an EDC knife or something for hunting, fishing, something around the house or job site. They've got something to meet any budget, so it's a great way to be able to save some money, get some cool gear, and just use code 20diesel at kershaw.kaiusa.com to save some money and get some cool stuff. All right, let's get to today's podcast with the guys over at Fast and learning more about a new product they got coming up. And then also I'm going to ask them some questions um, that I've gotten over the years from you guys about lift pumps and fuel filters, cross-reference filters, a bunch of different things. Josh and Spencer, welcome to the Diesel Podcast. I'm really excited to be able to chat with you guys today. And uh, I mean, Fast is such a huge brand in you know performance, and there's been so many questions over the years that people have about um, lift pumps and filtration and different things and new products you guys are working on. So I'm excited to be able to chat with you guys today and learn more about what you've been working on and some ways that really what you guys build and offer can benefit such a wide variety of trucks, whether it's at the racetrack or something that we're towing a trailer with every day. Yeah. Yeah. And even if it's not even moving, um, we do fuel systems for that stuff too. I've seen some. Yeah. We I've appreciate seen... you having We're looking forward to this. Yeah, I've seen a lot of really cool um, things on like Instagram and Facebook where your customers you know, use products for tons of different things, agricultural stuff, so many um, different aspects. So I wanted to start with having you tell tell me a bit more about y- yourself, what you guys do at Fast, kind of the, the background in the company that you guys have. Um, I'm Spencer Exton. Um, I manage the research and development department, um, also general manager but in a you know company like this everybody kind of wears a a lot of different hats and um, as you'll find out josh does a a lot of different things besides you know his normal job but um yeah we we all just pitch in and uh you know do everything just to help um obviously this is josh (laughs) yeah i'm uh josh thornton i do research and development here uh, like Spencer said, you know, everybody wears many different hats here, um, but I'm mostly designing products, developing new kits, testing current products, and just kind of every day working to make improvements and 
get more products available to you guys out there in the market. The research and development side really interests me because whenever a there's a, a new model or the OEMs have changed something and somebody has one of those trucks, they always say, well, when can I get this part or that part? So could you walk me through a bit of what goes into, you know, say like the L5P or when the 6.7 Power Stroke came out or 6.7 Cummins, how does that work on your guys' side to be able to analyze, help develop, and then get, you know, something where we order it in a box one day and, you know, on a weekend in a garage, we can install it and get the performance and the filtration benefit. You want to answer that one? Well, the L5P is the newest thing, and Josh is, uh, you know, he's headed that off and taking that from start to finish. So I'll let him explain that. Yeah. So, um, where our new L5P kit originated is kind of let's go back to our signature series system. Um, installing a signature series system on an L5P, the L5, the truck currently has to be tuned. It can be 100% emissions compliant tuning but it has to be tuned with the, uh, you have to be able to delete um, specific uh, DTCs in it to prevent a check engine light, right? Um, the factory pump on the L5P is a three phase pump with a, it's got a pump controller in it, which actually communicates with the pump, right? So when you remove the in tank lift pump, you're going to get a check engine light. And then with that, check engine light, you're going to be had, you know, you're going to lose your remote start and just have, have the light on the dash, unless you can, again, the truck's tuned and you can delete those individual codes. Um, I believe it is three codes you get. I couldn't tell you them off the top of my head, but the new system is going to be 100% drop-in, meaning you're going to unbolt that factory filter housing and bolt ours right in place. And uh, again, complete drop-in, uh, not going to need to be tuned and you're still going to get the benefits of the improved filtration and air separation. And we can obviously go into that in detail whenever, whenever we're ready. And with a lot of the new applications, you know, we have uh, a lot of trucks and in our fleet, uh, along with our personal vehicles as well, that we all do testing on, um, you know, we have some um, outside road guys that visit our dealers. So we're always revolving new vehicles into the fleet. Um, so we'll start out testing on our own, on our own stuff if we can. Um, just make sure everything's good to go there. And then, then we move into, you know, testing on multiple, multiple trucks, just to make sure there's not any variance between the, you know, from truck to truck. Cause we have seen that a few times. Is the L5P the first truck that has that amount of control where you would get a DTC if you just remove the in-tank pump? Uh, is that the first one that, uh, you know, compared to the 6.7 Power Stroke or Cummins, where they have that amount of control over it? They're definitely uh, more sophisticated. The the 6.7 Power Stroke, you do have to use a resistor, um, but um, you don't have to do anything tuning-wise. The L5P is definitely the most sophisticated uh, monitoring system. I've had a lot of shop owners on and I'll ask them, yeah, Hey, what's a, what are some upgrades I should do if I've got a Duramax? And they've told me between LB seven and LML, put a fast kit on it. And the L5P is, it's not new, but it is kind of new to the aftermarket and things that can be done. Do they get the same benefit as say like a, you know, an LBZ or LB seven, as far as the amount of fuel supply I can keep to the injection pump? You guys had touched a little bit on the the uh, 
um, filtration and the water separation, which I think is really key. So I was just really curious what kind of benefits does somebody with an L5PC compared to you know, some of the previous Duramax engines? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, uh, as you may know or may not know to our listeners here, the L5P comes with an in-tank lift pump from the factory versus the older, all the older generation Duramaxes did not have a lift pump. So the older generation, the uh, CP3 or CP4 was drawing fuel all the way from the fuel tank through a fuel filter and then, then to the injection pump, right? So um, we are utilizing that factory in-tank pump to supply our filtration system. So the customers are still going to be getting the benefits of improved filtration Right, so our new system for the L5P is going to use the factory water separator. So the fuel is going to first enter the filter housing, then it goes through the fuel heater, which we are reusing from the factory filter housing and installing in the fast drop-in unit. Goes through the fuel heater, then through that factory water separator. So we are still we're the only company with a drop-in system that is going to have full functionality of the factory water and fuel sensor. And that is why we are using the uh, factory water separator element. And then after it goes through that factory water separator element, it's going to be going through our uh, extreme water separator, which filters particulates down to two micron absolute and removes over 99% of the water uh, that can be found in diesel fuel. And on top of that, we're adding in air separation. Um, we have a quick connect fitting that simply ties right in with the factory engine return. So it's going to be removing air vapor and entrained air. And that can improve throttle response. Um, and it's going to improve the lubricity by up to 10%. And that's going to extend the life of all your injection components. What I really like about this kit that you've mentioned is the drop-in aspect to it because I think way back to when I first got into diesel trucks and not many things were drop-in back then. There was always a code for this, you know, that. There's all these things you had to do, but I think as the trucks have gotten more sophisticated and people have become accustomed to things, we want products that we can just install. They integrate really well with the factory systems and we still get those added benefits of what, what the aftermarket can do. And I know there's a lot of new diesel owners or somebody just, you know, they, they picked up a truck cause they got a, a heavier um, trailer to tow or something like that. They may think with a lift pump an aftermarket lift pump and these fuel systems, it's just for the racetrack. It's just for these guys going to UCC and things like that. But I really wanted to focus in on the filtration and the water and air separation. Can you guys talk to me a little bit about how if I've got a stock truck or a tune truck, why I would need to really pay attention to that to not just protect my fuel system, but you guys had mentioned um, fuel uh, throttle response, lubricity, things with diesel fuel. And so I'm really curious about that aspect of it for the daily drivers, the guys who are using their truck to tow or hot shot, things like that. I think you almost have to break it into a couple of different categories. Cause you mentioned before the, the 16 and older Duramaxes, um, you know, we see a huge improvement on those because they don't have a lift pump where everything else, every other application in the, you know, the medium duty or the light duty does have a lift pump. So we, we see a little bit of a difference on the, the 16 and older Duramaxes than we do on the 
everything that has a lift pump. Um, you know, on the the older generation Duramax, we we see a huge throttle response difference, um, uh, along with all the added benefits of filtration, water separation, and air separation. The newer trucks um, or ones with a lift pump, you know, it's more of a an insurance and preventative maintenance item. Um, yeah, sometimes you can tell a you know a difference in way the way the truck runs. Um, but the the biggest thing with that that I like to touch on is the the maintenance and you know preventative maintenance um, with the added filtration and much better water separation. It's something that um, previous podcasts when I've chatted with companies that do fuel additives, one common thing they've all told me is the quality of fuel, depending on the state, the pump, the area, the city can be okay, or it can completely suck. And when we think of the cost to do new injectors, a new CP4, a new CP3 on any of these trucks, it's so expensive. And I think that's why it's so important to be able to do all you can to be able to filter out some of the contaminants or, you know, you don't know how long the fuel has been sitting at that station and now you're going to run it through your L5P or 6.7 Power Stroke or Cummins. And I think that reliability is what people are really looking for right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, like you mentioned, uh, depending on fuel station, where you're getting fuel, if the fuel was in a storage tank, that fuel quality is definitely going to vary. Right. Um, and for the people, like you said, not don't have race trucks that we're talking about here, but for the people that are daily driving their trucks, uh, using their trucks to take the family on road trips across the country, towing a camper or whatever you may be doing, um, you're traveling, filling up at different fuel stations. And with the fast system, and our improved filtration, it is going to give you the peace of mind that even if you do run in some contaminated fuel, you're not going to have to worry about that um, getting past our filtration setup and then up to the fuel injection system, which like you said, the cost of the repairs on these, and then the downtime you're gonna have. If you're out on the road somewhere, you're gonna have to get your truck towed to a dealership or a shop. And it's if it is a major injection failure, it's probably gonna be there for a while, you know? So it yeah. can leave you in a not ideal situation. Well, especially with the back orders that are out there from the OEMs on injection pumps and injectors and things like that, it could be, could be quite a while. You know, talking about filters and the water separator, I wanted to ask you about those. Like, how often do they need to be changed? Um, where can people get those filters? What micron do they filter versus, versus stock? Because I think that's a lot of the questions people have is, okay, what kind of extra filtration do I get? And then how do I maintain, you know, this this fast kit that I got to be able to, you know, stay on top of the maintenance and make sure that I'm filtering out as much as I can? Um, I mean, typically we see, you know, on a stock filter, five to seven microns, depending on the application. Mm -hmm. um, you know, ours is you know, down to two microns, um, and that's abs absolute. Right. Um, so in normal operating conditions, you're going to get about 30,000 miles out of the, uh, the shorter filters. We do have the XL filters. Um, those were primarily for semis um you know just to get a little added life but you can put those on pickup trucks i run them on you know our our personal trucks um partly because i want to see the filters <laughs> but, but you do get some added life out of them um i don't remember exactly how much bigger the element is but about 40 percent larger um but 
I mean, our dealers do you know pretty good job of keeping those on on the shelf. Um, if nothing else, we have you know filter packs on our website uh, as along with individual filters. So we you know we do filter packs and we you know bundle a few sets of filters in. So you can just buy one part number, have a nice box to keep them stored in, and you know just keep them from beating each other up and while well, you store them. But um, yeah, fastride.com. Purchase those or any of our dealers can get you taken care of. You got another great thing on our website. If uh, we do have a full filter cross reference list, so if you get into an emergency situation where you run in some nasty, real bad contaminated fuel and you don't have any spare filters on hand, that cross reference list will list uh, filters that should be ready, readily available at just about any parts store. Though That's we recommend running our filters because they will perform better. Again, if you're in a situation where you absolutely have to get a set of filters right now, they're available. That's really cool. And that was two questions I was going to ask is one, I know there's a lot of uh, just friends I have in the diesel industry where they'll be out somewhere and they got some bad fuel and they want to see a cross-reference list. And sometimes it's you know been hard for them to find, or they might ask me, Hey, do you know where I can find this? And you guys do a great job of being able to say, Hey, if you're in an emergency, this is what you can run. But with the filters themselves, it's kind of a technical question is what kind of R&D goes into designing that filter for your kits? Because from my perspective, they're very specialized. It's something you guys invested a lot of time in to work with your system. And I think sometimes people, if they're really not into diesel performance and they use the truck for work or they're just kind of brand new to something, they think, well, a filter is a filter. And I don't think that's the case. So I wanted to ask you guys, what is specialized about what you do, not just with the fuel filter itself, but also the water separator? Can we answer that one? Yeah, good. Well, um, what went into those filters? A lot of time and a lot of money went into the development of our extreme water separator. And the biggest thing that stands out, uh, just looking at the filter, and that most people bring up is ours don't have a drain right? Um, our extreme water separators don't, whereas most other water separators do have a drain. Now, the reason being um, the water separators with a drain, that's a coalescing style filter element, meaning as the fuel and water are passing through to the clean side of the element, the water is supposed to collect on the outside of that filter element, and then gravity will pull it down into the reservoir, right? To where it can be drained out. Now, with um, as the flow rates increase, though, with those uh, coalescing filter elements, the efficiency drops off drastically, meaning it's not going to be separating the amount of water that it should. And on, on our um, signature series system and industrial series systems, we have flow rates from 100 gallon per hour all the way up to uh, 290 gallons per hour. Now, 540 if you count the competition system, which uses the same filters. Yep, yep. So. Um, the um, standard, uh, our older style wa water separators that we used to use, the coalescing, most filters um, are rated at the, in that size are rated at about 95 to 100 gallons per hour, meaning that's what they can effectively and efficiently separate the water at with that coalescing style media. Now, when we switched over to our extreme water separator, uh, as the water and fuel are passing through the clean side of the element, 
the element will physically grab a hold of the water molecules and trap it in that filter element and only allow uh, clean diesel fuel to pass through. Um, so that is the largest difference uh, with our extreme water separator and why they don't have a drain. So that, like, you hear about people going to gas stations and getting bad fuel and making it, you know, a mile down the road. You know, it's it's happened numerous times to, you know, people around here where they fill up at this one certain gas station, they get a bunch of water, they don't make it very far down the road, um, you know, because they're passing water through a traditional water separator. Um, where ours, um, you know, it kind of kind of works like a like an air filter. Um, as it as it gets dirty, you know, it, it does start to reduce the flow. Um, but if you were to you know pick up a gallon of water in your your tank of fuel and it tried to pass that, it would actually just shut the truck off. Um, and you change the filters and either had to do that a couple times or you know you got the water out the first time and you wouldn't pass any water to your, your high pressure fuel system. That's a really good explanation. I didn't, I didn't know that, but I was thinking back to, I had a Duramax and I, I needed, um, I wanted to get an aftermarket lift pump, lift pump system. So I looked at the fast lineup and I went with a, it was a 165 gallon per hour, uh, the titanium one. And I was happy with it, but I think a lot of, a lot of us, when we're thinking of getting something, we kind of go a little bit more than we need because we don't know, are, am I going to do injectors one day and aftermarket turbo, some other things? And I think that's a really key point about filtering out that water with you know, some of the old systems, which I do remember, you'd have that drain on the bottom and do it. But if I'm already exceeding the capability with the kit or the power that I'm making, am I really helping the truck at all or protecting you know, my investment? So I think that's something that's really important. Yeah, absolutely. With the uh, the kits themselves, I know this, this somebody's going to be wondering this is, you know, we have this idea of I want to make 600 horsepower, 800 or 900. I'm kind of transitioning to that performance side a little bit. How do I pick the right pump, the right capability that I need for the power level I'm shooting for? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, within reason, um, you can oversize the unit. Um, so I, you know, our most common system sells 165 gallon per hour that can go on, you know, a bone stock truck or, you know, a 1200 and a little bit more horsepower truck. Um, and you're not going to have any issues, uh, with, you know, noise or, or anything like that. But, um, once you start getting into the larger units, you know, the two fifties, two nineties, you got to kind of, kind of think of it like a turbo you know as you start stepping up you know turbo sizes they start making more noises and they're not necessarily um you know as street friendly um you know so you can oversize it but most people will be fine with the you know 165 gallon per hour you know to daily drive a thousand plus horsepower truck is you know it can be done but it's not super realistic <laughs> <laughs> What kind of what kind of power level would you want to look at like that two fifty to two ninety um, pump? Is that like 
one of these trucks we see at UCC making 3,000 horsepower or 2,500? Um, so we, I think we're very conservative on our horsepower numbers. Um, you know, we do 1,200 horsepower for a 165. That's the cutoff. But um, I personally ran that on my personal, one of my personal vehicles that has, you know, two 12 millimeter CB3s, um, you know, big injection, big everything. And it supplies it just fine. Um, now we, we know that 12 millimeters will do, you know, almost 2,000 horsepower. Um, so I, I think we can get a lot more, but we do have have ratings um so you know once you start getting around that 14 1500 um you know wheel horsepower start looking at the larger units um then it also comes down to injection pump specifications um you know if you're whoever the manufacturer of your pump is if they require something you probably want to follow that just to I'm glad you mentioned the noise part because I can think back to conversations I've had with people and I'm going to pick on the Duramax guys a little bit. I normally hear it from them when they would do a lift pump system is they'd hear the noise and they're kind of sensitive to it. Or I think, you know, the common rail coming guys or the BP44s or 12 abs, you're not going to hear anything over the exhaust. So they didn't really complain too much, but can you talk to me a little bit about the sound? Because I want to understand there's been some developments or some things you guys have done to really kind of make the pump as quiet as possible, but still have that capability. But I know a lot of guys will say, man, I can hear the lift pump in my buddy's truck and I'm not sure I want to hear that or, or, you know, what's different about this kit versus this other one. And so I'm curious about that. Yeah. Um, so I want to say beginning of 2019, we released our signature series system and that is when our systems really got quiet. Right. Um, older Duramaxes, I'm meaning older, before the L5P, those systems run eight to 10 PSI. Um, so 100 gallon per hour, 165 gallon per hour. Uh, if it's installed properly, you're really not even gonna be able to hear that pump. You might be able to hear it with the engine off and the key on just a bit. Um, but, but the older units, they were loud. You know, with time you you improve things, but you know, the uh, old fast 150s, they were, they, they were pretty noisy, <laughs> you know, but that was, I mean, that was a long time ago. Um, Signature has been out since 2019. So, um, mm -hmm. you know, before that, you know, had a lot of time for changes. Yeah. Yeah. And um, going back to the uh, the sound output will also depend on the flow rate. Um, again, the higher flowing units, the 250s, 290s, for the high pressures, they are 220s and 240s. Um, you're going to hear those obviously a bit more over the smaller flow rate or the lower flow rate systems. Um, going to pressure, uh, L5P Duramaxes and 6.7 power strokes are all over approximately uh, 60 PSI. The more pressure, basically the um, simple way to explain that, the harder the pump is working for the most part, you know, so you're going to uh, you're, you're going to hear those a bit more than the older systems that were eight to ten psi, or the systems that are running sixteen to eighteen psi. Very so, cool. And our uh, we use a larger motor for the high pressure systems and the high volume systems. Um, again, 
it's got to work harder to build that additional pressure, right? But we size our motor to be able to withstand that additional work that the pump's doing. I think you know, when I think of, of fuel systems, it's one of the products in diesel performance that applies from the stock truck all the way up to the competition level. And I'm sure with each particular truck, there's so many different questions or things that are unique about that build. And I was curious, you know, you guys go into shows, talking with people, being in this industry for a long time. What are some common questions that you guys get from either shops or truck owners that someone listening right now, they might, I'm sure they have the same kind of question, but I'm curious what you guys hear on a day-to-day basis about either how to size, you know, pick the right size or the filtration or the location of where to mount it or the install. I'm sure there's a ton of things that you guys hear all the time. Yeah. I mean, the, you know, the biggest things that I hear at shows, um, it's questions about our filters because obviously they don't have a drain. So that's the, uh, that's probably the number one question that I get. Um, and then, you know, the, the sizing of the unit, um, you know, the, the mounting, um, that'll come up every once in a while, but most, most people in the diesel industry have seen, you know, aftermarket lift, lift pumps. So they, they kind of have a, you know, a little bit of an idea, um, but they're not sure on what size to get or, um, not sure how our, our filters work without a drain. Um, but that's, that's my two, um, probably most common questions that I get asked. But uh, there, There's a lot of questions, you know, depending on what vehicle they have. Um, you know, it's just kind of application specific. One of the products you guys had that I remember was really popular with some uh, friends that I would have would be the, the fuel heaters, not for like the Duramaxes or the trucks that come with it already, but some of the older ones. And I wanted to ask about that. I mean, it's snowing here today and I'm sure we got, you know, most countries still gonna get some snow and cold. What uh, what kits or what can those be put on for some of the older trucks that didn't, you know, didn't come with a heater element for the fuel lines? Yeah, so if, um, if you already have a fast system installed on your truck, you can install either our high output electric heater disc. You can install one or two of our heater probes. And if you're really looking for all out uh, winter performance, you can install our heater disc with two uh, electric heater probes. And, you know, the, the fuel is blended per region with the average temperatures that they you know, they think they're going to see across that region in the winter time. And when you get those super cold days that are well below the average temperature, that is where people are really going to start running into the gel diesel fuel and uh, installing one of those heaters um, on our systems. It's just going to prevent the fuel from plugging the filter element and leaving the truck, you know, either a no start or leave you sitting on the side of the road. And you don't want that. Yeah, we always get very busy after we've had a couple days of cold. <laughs> And we try to push it, you know, before it gets cold so people can prepare themselves. But, you know, it's not, a lot of people do, but we still get those uh, those busy days after a few cold cold snaps and, you know, got to get their heater disc on order. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I was really curious as well, maybe some other things that you guys either have coming up or something that you would want a diesel enthusiast to know about some different, you know, applications. I know just from chatting with as many people as I can, 
if you have a diesel truck, you probably have other diesel stuff, whether it's agricultural equipment or, you know, other things. And they might not know you guys offer a product for it, or, you know, maybe there's, you know, something new that you guys are offering. So I kind of wanted to get maybe not a reveal per se. And I know you might not be able to tell me everything, but just some things I should look out for as an enthusiast or you know, a fan of the, of the things that you guys make to uh, see what might be coming out later this year. Well, right now, um, the, the newest release we're going to have is going to be that new drop-in L5P system. And um, we anticipate releasing that around April 1st this year, 2023. Um, so that is that is the soonest one we have coming up. Uh, we have some other projects in the works that we uh, cannot, you know, we cannot discuss too many details on at the moment, but there are at any given moment here, there's generally quite a few projects in the works. So, and it, we don't, um, we don't prematurely release products, right? We want to get prototypes out there, test them for extended periods of time across different trucks. Like Spencer was mentioning earlier, in case there's any variables, you know, truck, truck, and just really make sure that when we get this product out there, it's going to be the best product we can possibly provide to our customers. That's something that I really take to heart because I, I see it in diesel somewhat and especially in other industries a lot where a company will kind of beta test the product on the people that are buying it. And it can be so frustrating to go through the process of, you know, I've got this one truck it doesn't work on or, you know, I'm running into these issues. So I think that's really important to understand when you're looking to buy a product as a truck owner that the company's already done the testing on as much as they can in so many different ways, different climates, different applications. So you just have the confidence once it's installed, you're just on the road and going versus that first product to market. And you think, am I being beta tested on? Are they going to, you know, how much, how much of a headache am I going to have on this? Yeah, no, we, uh, we try to eliminate that the best we can. Um, you know, we don't like bad phone calls. Um, you know, definitely don't like the the headache that comes with it, um, and it, that's our job. We have three full time research and development guys, and you know that's what we what we get paid to do is try to eliminate any possible issues in the future and make sure it works. And the way the uh, works these days, the bad news travels much faster <laughs> than the good. News. So we want to you know eliminate any possible issues that, you know, we can. I, I did want to ask you guys a bit about the performance side because I've seen uh, fast motorsports, some of the trucks you guys have. And I mean, for a diesel enthusiast, we love the torque and the power. What are some things you guys are looking forward to in 2023, whether it's, you know, a particular truck you're building, going to go race, some events, I know Ultimate Call It Challenge and a whole bunch of other things are coming up. But on the racing side, what are you guys looking forward to? Um, so far, well, we have, you know, within all of us, we have three race trucks, sort of, well, two and a half race trucks. <laughs> but the, uh, you know, the, the white 2006 is pretty well gone around, you know, the triple turbo six, four, um, that is, that's pretty much complete. Um, just got to get some time for some, some dynoing and, uh, you know, it was dy engine dyno, but we got to get some time in the chassis and, you know, get everything ironed out um, just as far as the tuning goes. But I'll be doing um, roll racing with that one. 
Um, so not necessarily any diesel um, specific events, trying to kind of step out of the, the, the diesel area for that kind of racing, like TX2K, they have some roll racing, um, street car takeover, um, ship sector has some uh, half mile racing at uh, airstrips. So be doing something a little bit different with that one. Um, then got a, you know, there's a gray, gray truck floating around there. That's, you know, got a new engine in it. Uh, and that'll be, um, make this debut and, uh, Lone Star Throwdown next week, but um, that's should be around twenty three hundred horsepower. The other one, the white one, can make a lot. <laughs> we we don't know, <laughs> to, but um, you know it's got everything to do the three thousand plus. But don't exactly know if we want to push that hard. Um, it's got enough fuel and air to send part of the block to the stratosphere. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, yeah that'll that'll yeah. feel that'll that'll be interesting to see yeah you post a lot of this stuff on your social yeah. medias and stuff don't you? yeah on my my personal page along with you know fast motorsports and uh you know fast fuel systems but the guys that uh i'm sure there's a question i didn't ask you or somebody might have a you know something very specific that they're building what's the best way for them to be able to reach out to you guys and either ask a question um maybe it's a dealer that wants to get set up um they got questions for you to be able to reach out and connect with you guys um you know we have a fully staffed uh, customer service department that's always willing to to help with whatever they can um we are working on a a dealer specific contact um, here, just, you know, if you're a dealer or have any kind of dealer questions, uh, you'll have a, a go-to person. Um, you know, as far as troubleshooting goes, you still need to go to customer service. But um, if you have dealer related questions, we'll have a dedicated person for that. Um, everybody can be reached at, uh, at our main number. That's 636-433-5410. Um, and just follow the prompt. Um, but yeah, I mean, anybody, anybody that you get on the phone, even if it's the wrong department, they'll, they'll try to help you out the best they can and get you where you need to go. And what we have somebody here from 7am to 7pm central standard time. Yeah. Obviously there's social medias that, uh, you know, people can always reach out as well. That's one of the ways that I, I find it so easy to stay up to date on either what's new or, or just, you know, information is, is you know, like following you guys. And I think, especially with that L5P release coming up here, you know, fairly soon is just, you know, knowing when that hits. And I'm sure there's going to be dealers that, you know, probably want to stock a handful of them for L5P customers they have. Or, gosh, I've talked to shops that just keep your guys' product on the shelf because it's just something so common that they do, regardless of what brand truck it is or the year range of it. And, uh, yeah, I think that's, that's really cool that um, – you know, the kind of system that you guys have. And then the R&D, which was what I really wanted to chat about with you guys today was to learn more about it. Because like I said, it's one of those products that it transcends everything from a bone stock truck up to a 3,000 plus horsepower application. And we're all looking for ways to be able to protect our investment, especially with the price of new trucks, what the used truck market has done. <clears throat> we don't want to necessarily go have to spend, you know, six to 12 or $14,000 on a new fuel system because, 
we didn't do what we could have with filtration. Um, or if there's that performance aspect, we want to make sure we're getting as much fuel supply as we can to, you know, the injection pump injectors and, and keeping the, you know, the tuning happy. So it was really cool to be able to chat with you guys today, learn more about this new kit coming up. And then also ask you some questions that, you know, I've had about uh, different applications or, you know, the water um, air separator that you mentioned and the, the filters themselves. So I appreciate you guys' time today chatting with me. And uh, I look forward to you know, checking out the racing and some new stuff you guys have coming up this year. Yep, we well, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us on. We enjoyed it. Don't forget, Diesel fans, make sure and head on over to kershaw.kaiusa.com. Use code 20diesel to get 20% off site-wide. They've got a whole bunch of new knives they released this year. We did a podcast with them in January talking about those releases. So it's a great way to be able to save some money, get some cool gear if you need it for EDC or hunting, fishing, um, something to throw in the toolbox or have in the glove box. Um, they've got something really to meet any budget. So whether you just need something to work hard or you're a knife enthusiast and are really into different types of blade steels and opening mechanisms, handle material, they definitely got you covered. I also want to give a shout out to some of our Patreon supporters, Tyler Lowen of 23Diesel, John Caleb. We appreciate them, all of our other Patreon supporters, all of you on Discord who subscribe on YouTube podcast apps. We appreciate all your feedback, the questions you guys submit to us. Um, the recommendations for guests, topics to cover, you guys keep us going, and we look forward to bringing you even more episodes that you want to hear in 2023. Until next time, keep the shiny side up.